Hey, this is Sammy Flores. I'm the pastor at Coin Church in Chino, California, and this is our podcast. I'm so grateful you're tuning in. I hope this encourages you and calls you to more because you were made for more. Here's our latest message. Tithing is not about money. It's actually about worship. And so when we, when we give of our finances, literal, it, it is a spiritual a posture of worship, saying, God, thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for providing for our family. And, and you continue to do that. We can continue to have kids, sing and have fun. <laughs> Amen? So I love you guys. We're so grateful for that. You can give in the back physically. You can give online. You can text COIN to 77977, and you can give that way. And I believe that's all for the announcement, right, Max? Unless I'm missing anything. COIN crews are starting up. It's the way that we get to gather with each other outside of a Sunday. Hopefully, we're already organically doing that and getting coffee and having lunch and having dinner. But I want to encourage, this is kind of our way of organizing options for those that want to connect. And I don't know about you, I'm calling all the men out right now, okay? So wherever the men are, I'm going to call you out. We're going to do, is it Thursday? Thursday morning, 6 a.m., 6.30 a.m. to 7.30. I'm going to be here for the men. We're going to pray. That's our crew. So I don't know if you guys are like, yeah, that's exciting. For me, God says my house is what should be a house of prayer. And so I believe that God is trying to do something with the men in our community, but we need to realize that it starts on our knees before God first. And so we don't battle, we kind of, as men, try to tend to use our own power and our own might. And if we forget that it comes from God, then we'll be fighting not, not even in God's battle. We'll be trying to fight our own. And so I want to invite you for the men. I'm, you're like, I know that's early. Yeah, I know it's early, but we're going to come, we're going to put God first, and we're going to pray, okay? So that's one of the crews. Anyway, you guys doing good? Okay, we're going to jump into um, the book of 1 John. We've been going through this for the last couple of weeks. We have this Sunday, and then next Sunday we're going to finish the book of John, uh, the book of 1 John. So if you have your Bibles, I'm going to be in 1 John chapter 4, starting at verse 7. And it says this. It says, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God. And knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God. Because God is love. This is how God showed his love amongst us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God has so loved us, we also ought to love one another. I know we're already on verse 11, but if you're taking note, look at how many times he says the word love. Verse 12, no one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. This is how we know that we live in him and he is in us. He has given us his spirit. And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent his son to be the savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the son of God, God lives in them and they, they in God. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. 
God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. This is how love is made complete among us so that we live, so that we have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. There is no fear in love then, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We love because he first loved us. Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. Sorry, you're a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. And he has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. And then we finish chapter 5, verse 1. It says, everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone who loves the Father loves his child as well. This is how we know that we love the children of God, by loving God and carrying out his commands. In fact, this is love for God, to keep his commands. And his commands are not burdensome, for everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory, we just sang about that, that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. I don't know about you, but I, I want to go in the kids' room right now and have fun over there. If you got anything from all of that, it is that God is love and that he loves you and he's commanded us to love one another, right? Did you catch that? So I want to talk about this, just this idea briefly of what, it is, what, what is it that brought you to Jesus? I mean, honestly, like if we're just being honest with each other, maybe you're like, I'm not even brought to Jesus yet. Somebody brought me here. Or maybe you're, you're kind of on the journey towards Jesus. Maybe you're processing and wrestling. Or maybe you have been following Jesus for a long time. And my question to you is, what was it that drew you to him? Honestly, my question really is, it's a simple question. What drew you to God? I remember growing up, and this is nothing on, on, on the teaching that I had growing up, because clearly that teaching went deep into my soul. But I remember so often having this, this fear posture towards God because of the teaching that it sort of scared me into following him. And I, I, I believe that when that happens, we don't appropriately understand who God is and the love he has for us. And now we're, we're going to negate and kind of compare what it means to have reverence from God and to God. But then there's something different of having shame and being afraid and and sort of like worried about God, worried what he will do to you. But there's a difference between worry and, 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 and shame and reverence and awe. So what, what is it that brought you to Jesus? Were you drenched in his love? Was it his love that compelled you to shift everything in your life? I mean, even if you were born sort of like I was in the church, right, if you're like a I mean, Lenya and Zoe are going to be like PKs, right, pastor kids? <laughs> Even this morning, you know what I did with Lenya? I said, hey, Lenya, we're going to church. Let's pray. Yeah, yeah, let's pray. And I said, God, we pray for every person that comes to church this morning. We pray that you would be with them. In your name we pray. And she goes, amen. And then she says, more, more. 
And I'm like, absolutely more. Let's pray some more. But even that, though, if we're being honest, that is not what get, gets Lenya to know the love of God. 